Welcome to the Christ and All Podcast. My name is Taylor Easley. In this episode, we are going to talk about social media. I'm joined today by the one and only Chad Hunsberger. How are you today? All is well. Of course. So, social media. Yeah. Um, that's kind of my area here at yeah, Colonial Heights. definitely part of it. <laughs> A big um, part of it. Yeah. But I am really interested to see what you're going to say today. So, yeah. Um, the question is specifically, is is um, social media positive? Is it negative? Can it be used for good? Can it be redeemed? Mm, That's yeah. kind of the idea of the question we have today. So take it away, Chad. Yeah. Uh, if I remember right, this was a submitted question. It and was. so that always is encouraging to me that at least one person was uh, listening <laughs> enough that thought, hey, I'll ask a question. No, so. It's um, encouraging to me considering how new I am at this, yeah. or how new I still feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's good. So it's I, good. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, so it, there, there are, I was thinking about uh, over the last few days, like, how to organize my thoughts on this because there there are different ways to consider social media. There's so many different types of social media. We were just joking about things from the past that don't even exist anymore. Forms yes. of social media, the the MySpaces and the you Zanga you told me of. Which, by the way, yeah. Why did we rank our friends on MySpace? That's oh, just yeah. so weird and that, sad. Well, it wasn't that sad for me, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those those kind, and then like y- you go into other things that are more new. Um, even like you've got you've got the be real, and you've got uh, the one second a day, and you've mm-hmm. got just all of these kind of things. And it's all share all your information with all your other people, and and then you have the the ones that m- people really know a lot about or a lot more about. It's Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and. Then one company rules them all. You know, it's like Lord of the Rings, and um, <laughs> and and so it, it's harder to, in some ways, to to speak uh, about any one of them without speaking of the whole of them. Right. So in a way, I'm going to try to speak mostly to the whole because it uh, it they all do different things, right? Um, or should are trying to do different things mm-hmm. that are all s- basically doing the same thing. Right. Um, so w- what I would say t- it, in short, there are both problems that if are not glaring, I'll try to point out some of them. And at the same time, there are positives um, that can come from them. Uh, from the use of social media. And I would say, I think you asked me a follow-up question to the person's question that was, are we talking professionally or personally? And so I'll try to answer that uh, a little bit there. And this is me telling you all that I'm going to try to cover Mm -hmm. in just a few minutes. And uh, where uh, should this come into play when it comes to like what age uh, and stage of life might this be most appropriate? Uh, so we'll try to kind of end I'm gonna, there. I'll try to keep you on track with all those things because that was just a lot. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. So uh, we'll start with some of the problems, okay? Some of the problems with social media is that even in its term, you're if you're attempting to make uh, social, genuine depth of connection over uh, without being in person, 
it will not function the same way. I'm not arguing that you can't have any connection and that people can't rally together to do good things. We'll talk about some of those positives in a minute. Or that you can't uh, even positively connect with people and get to know them and talk with them and share uh, hard things and good things in life. All of those things can certainly happen there. But the problem is, if you're attempting to replace face-to-face relationships with face-to-computer, computer-to-face, and then back, uh, or screen of whatever sort. I mean, Mm -hmm. your phone is basically a computer, right? Right. So uh, if that's your attempt, then that will not work, Um, right? So so significant problem there. Another significant problem is the... And and that's a biblical problem, okay? Okay. not just one that we're saying, like, this is Christ and all, this isn't just like practical and all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Christ and all, like what Scripture speaks of when it speaks of relationship, just yesterday in our uh, staff devotion, talking about Priscilla and Aquila and what they meant to Paul. And mm-hmm. Paul says, they stuck their neck out for me. And, uh, he lived with them. They traveled with him. This was, this was more than just like a, a passing relationship that they kind of knew each other from a distance, right? So you're looking for those kinds of people to walk through life with, then your social media is not going to be the place to to find that. But uh, another glaring problem is the problem of um, algorithms. That's what it always gets brought back up to this algorithm idea of the the way in which. Uh, your your phone like listens to you and the things you talk about and the things you look up and and so it just uh, you live you can end up living in your own circle of only seeing your what what you want to see or what it wants you to see right. um, and that's the like that's the nature of creating an algorithm because on the one hand, I don't want to see all of the other things that um, I'm, I'm not as interested in. So it creates an algorithm, uh, the system does, that mm-hmm. puts in front of me the stuff that I've already looked at. But if I do that too much, then it gets dangerous, whether that's anything from politics to religion to uh, un- even far more unhealthy things uh, in regard to pornography or otherwise, mm-hmm. that is just putting the same uh, kind of trash in front of you right. over and over. So so with your hands, you keep doing the circular motion. Yeah. Where there's like, yeah. It, it does create like a cyclical That's right. thing. And so it could be a, a healthy thing where you've got scripture in front of you That's all the right. time because the algorithm says, oh, they like religious That's things right. or whatever. But it can also be extremely unhealthy, That's like right. you mentioned. That's right. The, the other thing that um, in, in that cyclical thought is there has been significant study um and, and we're still not even able to grasp all of this when it comes to uh, adolescence. But um, there's been significant study done to the addictive nature of screen time. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just any screen time, but specifically social media screen time. And mm-hmm. uh, even the, the sound effects that the ding, the vibration of your phone, the, the whatever that uh, what happens to people's brain Mm -hmm. when they're so caught in that and it and it is an addictive behavior uh and and uh like put some restrictions on yourself and see how well that goes and you'll see if it's addictive or not um 
but but those are some things that um, that are are significant problems. A third one I would just say is because of that first one, if you're looking for a genuine relationship, mm-hmm. because it's not face to face, and it's there is a um, an ability that your 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 brain allows you to speak or say or look or respond in ways that you would not if the person was actually in front of you or even if you were on the phone with them. Like there's a, there's a a blocking that happens. It happens the same with text messaging, but Mm -hmm. it happens even more on the social media side of things. Um, And so when you see like those social media arguments or maybe even when you've made them uh, and it, it becomes pretty, intense and maybe even vile at times mm-hmm. uh, that's because your brain has actually shut off the the filter we always call right. it like the filter that stops you from speaking a certain way because you no longer are able to empathize uh, with the person because you you don't even see them as human and quite honestly they can't see you as human either because it's just a screen and, and you lose tone of voice and you lose inflection. All of that happens. All of it. Yep. And so uh, it becomes pretty problematic. And again, um, the, there's strong connection with all of these same, same things regarding pornography or otherwise mm-hmm. that uh, it, it's, the same, uh, it's the same part of your brain that is uh, fueling or, or is connected to all of that. So problems. Mm-hmm. Those were probably things that this question asker knew already. Right. Uh, so the question kind of is, okay, so is there any good with it? Are there ways to redeem it? Mm-hmm. And I would argue that there are ways to do so. In fact, um, on the one hand, you kind of think about what, what Paul might have had, if, if, Paul, if, if the church or the world had uh, social media when Paul was around, maybe his letter to the Corinthians would have been more intense because he would have, you know, there would have been all those things to address. But on the other end, just the the nature of technology, the fact that we are able to communicate with people on the other side of the planet through something like this when we used to not be able to, right? He It took him a long time to get on a boat to mm-hmm. somewhere that would would not take us long anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think about... Very particularly, I think about relationships that I have uh, maintained with people from high school. Or, mm-hmm. uh, and again, I would not call those people ones that I uh, have this depth of relationship with, but that they have allowed me over the last several years to speak truth into their life. Uh, I, I was then the the non-official like pastor of the class, mm. <laughs> right? And so uh, those people that are not surprised that I'm a pastor now uh, have reached out. And especially, this was major during COVID, lots and lots of questions and prayer requests and asks and will you help and what does scripture say and how am I supposed to handle this? Lots of those things that, again, I have I still haven't seen those very people in person in over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And yet there was something for them that uh, resonated in such a way that they, they could in, engage or feel like they could ask some questions or that I was a safe enough person. Um, so yeah, I, I do think there's some things like that. I do think you can 
uh, on a personal level have those kinds of uh, engagement in a way that can be really fruitful and um, that that can point people to Christ. Most mm-hmm. I, I, there's other things certainly I think about uh, the people that use it to raise money for positive things uh, or that use it to communicate communicate events or do there's things that are not inherently good or bad they're just kind of neutral things and so in that sense it's it's a positive um and and not a a negative use in that way uh so yeah and i would say that again both professionally and personally uh when i in in your case you mentioned you use it a lot for your job uh you're a social media content creator and so it's like okay yeah do i think there's some things that we can put on there to uh that disrupt the algorithm in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did some of that during Holy Week, really trying to uh, draw people's attention to what the intent, think about it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly we can use it for invitations and right. to communicate things that God's doing, uh, tell stories of how uh, God is, is moving and, right. and working in those ways. I was just reading an article actually and um, about communications mm-hmm. because that's kind of my bread and butter right now, but um, basically about using social media not just to promote ministry, but to actually do ministry. Mm-hmm. So whether it's putting a, a scripture about a certain thing or, or a quote from one of your sermons or whatever it is that we are trying to reach the hearts of the people mm-hmm. at Colonial Heights through that um through that medium, because it is it is just another yeah. way to communicate with people, sure, right? Sure. But um, but yeah, for sure, I think there's there's definitely some good. Yeah. So so problems, positives, and then the last section, age. Age. What is appropriate? Because yeah. this is as a young parent, mm-hmm. this is kind of like you know my daughter's turning ten actually very soon. Yeah. And yeah. so, and she has questions, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Why can't I have yep. blah blah blah?" Yep. So, uh, one of the things. So again, I've got a fourteen-year-old, two twelve-year-olds, and a six-year-old. So mm-hmm. I'm, we're we're in similar boats. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of ours a little bit further down the road, right? Um, and and right now we do not have social media. Our our kids do not have social media, and uh, I really trust my kids. Okay, so I, I think really highly of them. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I mean, they they my older three are all believers and uh, walk with the Lord from everything I can tell and are respectful to us as parents and are obedient, generally mm-hmm. speaking. I mean, like, uh, there, there is nothing in and of them and their character that would make me say no. Right. However... Uh, and, and so what I'm not going to say, though, is that it's everybody else that I'm worried about. I'm still saying no because of them, okay? Mm-hmm. Because they're what we know, both experientially and scientifically, about a, um, a young brain mm-hmm. is that all of those things that I listed in the problems are not able to yet be differentiated from the positives, so they're not able to yet be like again it's a it's it's reality they're they're not able to decipher all the time um 
the healthy balance mm-hmm. of usage, the healthy uh, awareness of was this something that um, I should or shouldn't say? Mm-hmm. Uh, is this becoming addictive? Is this uh, the the whole face to screen, screen to face and back again? It's it's all the more highlighted in them. Um, the the danger of predatory behavior is certainly there, but I would just say that that my greater concern is actually that sounds like I'm not concerned about predatory behavior. Right. Hopefully you hear me that uh, that that's a real thing, and I I wish it wasn't. Um, but in the case of like uh, percentage and whatever, uh, statistically, I have a greater concern for my kids. Um, and addictive behavior, potentially what that could mean toward pornography, what it can mean towards lack of uh, able to connect face-to-face with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are all things that, like I said, we're, we're just able to start getting an idea of what that might look like. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds so vague intentionally because while, while social media to many of us is, has been around a while. If you think about it in the course of history, we're talking the last two decades mm-hmm. um, that it's really been around. When, uh, uh, when I, I mean, when Facebook was written in the early 2000s, so we're talking about for sure 25 years or less that social media has even existed right. in, in any sort of format like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it came out, it wasn't on your phone. Right. And so all of those things just add and add and add. And so we don't have enough grouping of adolescents that that's all they've experienced, what they're like 10 years later. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have that to test yet to give any hard data. Right. But what we do know, we're using these last 20 years to show a how significant of a culture shift this thing has become mm-hmm. that it should raise uh, warning signals in us. And so as a parent, I am not going to be the one who declares what age is right because I'm not the parent of your child. I am going to say um, it doesn't seem wise or best to, uh, to flippantly just allow them to engage in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would strongly suggest that you use uh, even stair steps to different levels of engagement with social media, different types. There are certain ones I would probably veto pretty intensely. Um, but I would say, uh, I heard this analogy before. Um, there's a organization, I think it's called Screen Sanity, um, and, and they've made this same kind of correlation. Like, if uh, you're not going to have someone turn 16 years old, typically anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and hand them the keys to your, your car, right, uh, and say, go for it. The law even says you're going to have, they're going to pass a test. They're going to have mm-hmm. a year of test driving basically with an adult in the car, you're going to have told them to use a seatbelt. You're going to tell them how to put their blinker on. You're, you're going to walk through all of those things and the potential danger social media can bring is, is as significant as driving a car. Mm-hmm. And so 
put some steps in place. Yeah, maybe we would allow this thing, uh, this form of that, and but maybe only at this age or at this time, um, and for this reason. So, so those are maybe some ways to consider it. Um, again, steps and stages, and and by the way, the this is just general parenting. The statement from your name, the age of your kid, who says everybody has it mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody gets to do and everybody. Well, by virtue of them not getting to that statement is not true. So like, right. but, but the reality is that there are other parents who are also probably in a similar boat. And I would say in your circle, talk to your other parents and, and I, I'm not saying make a pack, but I'm saying get pretty close mm-hmm. to, hey, everybody, we're waiting till what? Pick, pick an age together. Is everybody good with this one? 15? Is everybody good with high school? Is everybody good with we're waiting till that? Till we, you know, like right. find your friends that, that are, you know, uh, your people, your tribe of people, your takes a village to raise kids, right? Mm-hmm. So find them and y'all talk about that. Don't, don't make all your decisions in isolation. Uh, certainly be doing that with your child, but sometimes it can be helpful if everybody's on the same page. Hey, right. uh, that, that can really provide some benefit to uh, that, that handful of kids that your kid's running around with a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, it's interesting. I've had several conversations with other parents, um, primarily with parents of kids at my, sure, my kids' sure, school, sure. and um, and we have those kinds of conversations. And it is really, really helpful. It even started as early as like kindergarten. You know, talking oh, about yeah. how we felt about um, Saint Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a variety of things. things. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, it is. Uh, you know, another push to be involved in community. Yeah, that's good. Um, but uh, I think we could probably hit another episode about how social media has affected us and as individuals and sure. and in our spiritual lives and and otherwise. Um, but if if this conversation has brought to mind any further questions, mm-hmm. please send us those because we would love. Um, we would love to answer them. So send that to info at colonialheights.org. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Christ and All podcast. A new episode airs each Wednesday. Um, If you have a question or a topic, again, it's info at colonialheights.org. We look forward to hearing from you and thank you.